Welcome to Couch to Coast, a weekly podcast with me, Rob, an aspiring runner whose favourite place is being comfy on the couch. And me, Ben, a UK Athletics accredited running coach. Follow us as we try to turn Rob from couch to coached. And we are live. Got there before you, you bugger. <laughs> you got me. You got me. I was holding my mouth. I was waiting. How are you? I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. Uh, it's. I, I, I think we say that. Every, I, I, you ask me how I am, and I always say, yeah, I'm good. I'm okay, actually, yeah. And I am, actually, considering in two days' time, well, when people are listening to this, it'll be one day's time, I will be no longer a single man. Sorry, ladies. I am off the And market. if you're listening to it on Saturday, if you're listening to it on Saturday, yeah. darn, I'm getting married in the morning. <laughs> so sorry, ladies, I am genuinely off the market now. That's it. You had your chance, but Laura snapped me up. You had your chance and you blew it. Exactly, exactly. But yeah, no, I t- it's, it's exciting. A, it is exciting. I am, I am excited. I think people, when before we came on air, you asked the same question that everybody has asked me this week. How are you feeling? Before I even had a chance to answer the question, are you nervous? And before people were asking me, are you nervous? I was like, nah, not really. But now, because people are asking me, are you nervous? I'm more nervous than I was. Um, but yeah, I, I'm okay. The one thing that I am nervous about is the speech, because obviously I've got to do a groom speech and I haven't even written anything yet. I've got ideas down, but I haven't actually got anything down on paper. But I think I'll probably... I'd lib it a little bit, so just on the on the day. You're a bit like a professional speaker now, though. Now that you do this podcast, well, it's yeah. like you, you, sh- you should be well-versed <laughs> at speaking to large numbers. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, at the presentation night, you did a grand job as a practice with a microphone yeah, in your hand. Yeah. You, you, you blew the audience away there. Well, well. Um, he was signing all the grass <laughs> by the end of the night. He was that good. I'd um, forgotten about that with Emma, yeah. So I, think, <laughs> I remember when I got married to... 2017 I wrote my speech and you sort of you do panic a little bit don't you because you've got that pressure but you you've got that pressure to speak well yeah. and say nice things about the bride and the bridesmaids and thank all the people yeah but the pressure really is on the best man isn't it uh, yeah you you have you I think as a groom you can play it safe you can be nice yeah. heartwarming yeah. do a nice speech you can try and drop a few jokes in yeah but if you set an early expectation, this is going to be a funny speech. It could go the wrong way. Yeah. But I'm expecting a really funny speech from you, Rob. <laughs> no pressure then. I can remember being a, <laughs> I've been a best man once, and I had to do two best man speeches because the the guy I was best man for, Tom, um, we got he got married in Barbados, so I do a speech there in front of everybody, like the family and everybody. Um, and then we came we came back and we had a party, so I had to do another speech. So I had to do two speeches, and they both went down really, really well. So I'm hoping that I'll be okay. I'm sure, I'm sure. I'm sure I'll dig deep. I just don't want to, uh, hopefully don't get up. Well, I don't think I'll get upset, but like, you know, when you're saying thank you to everybody, and that's one thing. You're going to choke up? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. I wear my heart on my sleeve, so maybe... I know you do, and you—that's I, I love that about you. But I've, ne- I've never seen a seven-foot man cry. <laughs> well, you might on Saturday. <laughs> oi, oi. I better have a front-row seat. You will, yeah. Well, you're there. You're going to be there, so um, you'll be on. You'll no. be on. I think you're on the table with my. You're on the table with my dad, 
me nan, oi, oi. me uncle. Uh, you've not put me on the table with your nan. Yeah, with me nan. You put, you put the dodgy brummy lad on the table <laughs> with your nan. You've got to watch your P's and Q's on there. She'll tell I you. Will. I will do. The oldens love me, though. I'll have you know this. <laughs> she'll, you, she'll be wanting to come home with me. Talking about oldens, <laughs> you're on a table with Andy Boff as well. <laughs> oi, oi. I've heard a lot about Andy Boff. Yeah, so you and Andy Boff and his, his wife, Nikki, you and Rachel, and then um, my dad, his partner, Janet, uh, my nanny Marion and my uncle Mark, so you'll be all right. Nanny Marion. Nanny so, Marion. Does, like, does she like the sports mix? Well, she, I don't know, to be fair. She's, she's a diabetic, so she probably won't have one off. <laughs> I was bringing sports mix all around, though I was for our time. Anyway, more about sports mix later yeah, in the show. Yeah, absolutely. Is your, is your dad a City fan? No, he's not really a football fan. That's, my, is step, he not? my stepdad's a City fan. So. Oh, gonna, okay, okay. I'm looking forward to it. Tell you what, no, in all truthfulness, it's going to be nice to see you two weekends on the bounce. Yeah, really. yeah, it will be. be. Looking forward to it. Yeah, it's good. Isn't looking it? forward to I, it. I think it's the sixth and seventh time we've actually met in person in the last two weeks. <laughs> we're doing well, aren't we? Yeah, we're doing well. Doing well. Should we talk a bit about running? It is a running podcast, and we're yeah. five minutes into the show. Let's have a look. So, have you been able to do any with the wedding plan? Yeah, I, I have. I've done a bit. So I didn't really do much of the weekend. Uh, Saturday, we, I went out with my mates um, and I took Arthur to Laura a twisted her ankle. So she couldn't actually get out. And I, the plan was I was going to go part run and do combined run club. And Laura was going to take Arthur karate like we're doing a weekend normally. But the Friday, she went to take Arthur to school and she twisted her ankle really bad luckily she hasn't done any damage and she's able to walk now it literally got to a point where i thought she'll be waiting at the bottom of the aisle and i'll be the one walking down the aisle (laughs) (laughs) um but she didn't so i said to her i'll take arthur to karate so i didn't go part run on the saturday and then i went out on saturday night got a little bit drunk it was like a local stag do so um, got people that went on my stag do. They came over to Leek, where, where I'm originally from. Shout out to the Leek crew. Um, and got a little bit drunk, so a little bit hungover on the Sunday. Uh, this is the man, I've got to interrupt here. This is the man that when I first January. met him. He was like, no, no, no. <laughs> this is the man that when I first met him, if we go all the way back to last year, and we was doing our running check-ins and stuff like that, and we was planning his, his training... I sort of said to him, because you, you went to a conference yeah. and you said to me, oh, I'm going to a work conference. I think it was like on a Thursday or Friday. I said, oh, dude, should we move you running? Because you're bound to have a drink. And the, the words he come out of his mouth, he went, I don't drink. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay, then I don't drink. So anyway, we're rolling on to the, as the year goes by. Stag do's galore. Oh, yeah. He's, going, yeah. he's had his own stag do's drinks galore the nsrra awards night the other week he went no i don't drink copy a lot what's he having a pint <laughs> you liar silly tone. i'm telling you now i don't drink that much i must admit and i don't know how people do it <laughs> the people that go out every no. single weekend and drink on sunday i was written off i felt really rough in the morning i just felt really tired all day it's horrible isn't it? yeah so i was mates that came over from birmingham they stayed with us so we stayed in went out some dinner went out and had that so we didn't have a chance to go out for a sunday long run went out monday so i did the same as what i did last week so i didn't do a long run on the monday i went out and did two miles two club went out to do the medium short and then ran back so i did nine miles in total there is there a potential for that to be extended even further? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's a medium short, so I could do two miles there. If I do the long run, I think that was eight miles this week, and then do another two miles back, that could get me up to 12 miles. So, yeah, that's potential. Uh, I mean, that's good. I like that. Yeah. I like that, because if you do miss that long run, yeah. good mileage. Yeah. 
I don't know whether I'd want you doing a long run on a Saturday and Sunday and that on a Monday as well. Yeah. But it's a good replacement yeah. if you can't get your long run in with a busy schedule. There's mileage going down, which is good. Yeah, and it's good because it, it, it isn't just... Con- well, there is there are continuous runs at times with Stoke Fit, but it's like a bit of a mustering, so you better stop-start like thing, where I run there, stop a little bit, because obviously I don't go straight out and then run back. Um, so I enjoyed doing that. Bloody cold. It's horrible at the moment. Um, How's the ice bath going? I Non-existent. I haven't done it. <laughs> I haven't done any. I haven't done anything. It's sitting there. It's empty, upside down in a minute because the wind has blown it all over the place. Um, but I need to get back into it after the wedding. I think I will start getting back into it. I was looking forward to the winter. That's what I was saying. When it was so many, I was like, I can't get it past the t- get down to a certain temperature. I was looking forward to winter because I can see people now that are getting in their ass baths are like minus crack, cracking the cracking ice. Cracking the ass, yeah. I mean, I've stopped using mine simply for the fact that I know it needs good clean and I can't be bothered to go out there in the cold well, and clean it. Yeah. But I am having a cold shower every morning. Yeah. I do two minutes under the cold shower and that's arguably harder because you've got water coming directly down on your head. And that's all you could probably do in an ass bath anyway, this temperature, two minutes. So, yeah. So I didn't. I haven't done ice bath, but I went out to play football on Tuesday. Didn't really um, play much out. I played in goal for the for 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 the, for the most part of it for 50 minutes because I thought I can't really turn up to football to to a wedding with a broken ankle or an, a, a black eye or bruised knee or whatever. So I thought I'll play in goal and it appeared to me knee anyway in goal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then came out and played out a little bit. So I enjoyed that. Um, and then I haven't had a chance today just purely because we've been running around doing errands for the wedding. Um, so it hasn't been – I haven't done much. I've done nine miles in total, which isn't too bad, considering a couple of weeks ago I was doing zero miles. Um, but after the wedding, that's when I'm going to properly start my marathon. Well, race. I saw what we said on it. Let's keep you ticking over till yeah. the wedding. Yeah. And then after the wedding, we have got to start it. Because I think what we could do – I mean, there's two things, two ways you can approach it. I think – you're a determined guy. You've done it before. You could go and do Manchester and you would finish Manchester. Yeah. But I think it's for your sort of, you know, goal setting, objective setting, motivation throughout the training. Is there a target there when you've got a time in mind? I think you would definitely finish the marathon. But if you want to get that time, yeah. then what we need to do is to turn the training up so we get, you know, uh, long runs in with specific pace yeah. working as well. Because obviously we can get your weekday session in, we can get some miles in your legs. But really what's going to happen is we need to get those long runs done and get you running blocks of miles in that long run at your target race pace intensity so i think that's the difference really and i think you've given yourself a good foundation for that have your wedding enjoy it and then we'll get started yeah and and 2024 is going to be my year because i'm getting married i want to get 2024 good with my running as well ideally get a promotion in the north stash road runners get under 430 for a marathon and see what happens there. But, yeah. Are you signed up for all Sager? Yes, I am. Yeah, I'm, I'm going. I am going. Mm, good. So I think we've got we've got a good level of target there. I would. I've said it all along. I think I'd like to focus for you on Manchester. Mm-hmm. Couple of things is you know setting yourself that target to try and to to you know get whatever it is you want in time wise. Then it's a case of going there and running hard and enjoying yourself and you could surprise yourself with what pace you get coming out. But ultimately, you know, it's an experience of running a a marathon, a new marathon. Yeah. But the focus is obviously the the, the fitness and how you can progress that into the North Staff season because we talk a lot about North Staff's roadrunners on the show. Obviously, 
Ken was on last week and we've got lots of stuff coming up from the winners of the awards ceremony, but it was very, very motivating on Friday night. It was. Awards ceremony. It was very. Seeing the people going up and collecting their trophies. Yeah. And I think for somebody like you, big character within your club, with the podcast, You've got to lead the. You've got to, you've got to carry that baton for the Couch to Coach podcast because I'm not going to get promoted. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah. I, I do genuinely want to get to a point of where I could be pushing for promotion, if not getting promotion next year. I think it's an ambition that I want to get now. I think I've had a season, full season, North Stats Roadrunners. I think I did eight or nine races, so I didn't do enough races to actually get promotion. But I think if I push myself a little bit, and I think the, yeah. train, the training will help because we can weave in that. Them, them races into my training sessions. So. Well, if we push your training and we get you in for your twelve races, yeah. and I, you know, I haven't, I haven't got Mark Willits to focus on getting Mark promoted. <laughs> put, all my, put all my eggs into one basket. We can do this, silly toe. We, we can. can do it. We can. Shout out to Mark. <laughs> Just by the way, while we're talking about Manchester Marathon, um, Ken Shenton has sent us a message to say if people yes. want to park at Old Trafford, boo, Old Trafford. That means Manchester United, Old Trafford that they are available at £15. So if people are listening to this and they, they don't know where to park, I didn't park Old Trafford last year, but I'm thinking about doing it this year um, because it is quite close to the start and finish. So get yourself over to the Manchester uh, website and you can boot yourself a space. I got a lift to the half marathon from yeah. Birmingham and it made it very, very easy. Yeah. It was It was a lot easier than I thought it would be. Pulled up into the car park. Did little you, did you go Old Trafford then, yeah? Yeah, yeah, and it was good because you park there. It's a little walk. Obviously, you just follow all the runners going to the start line, and it's a nice little street, especially if you've had a bit of a long drive or a sit in a passenger seat on a motorway. Good chance to stretch those legs beforehand. Yeah. Um, arrive within plenty of time. It wasn't very difficult to get in or out, uh, and it's quite close to the motorway again for coming home. So, highly recommend it. I'll be booking that. Uh, yeah. I think me and Rach are coming down for that one um, for the marathon. The kids aren't coming, but me and Rachel Parker, Old Trafford. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, maybe pick you up on the way. Yeah, you could do. That's a good idea. I'll, I'll tell you what. I'll, I'll, I'll stay. I'll stand on the M6 and <laughs> just throw my left down. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> Leave him standing on the arch. <laughs> How's your running going? Uh, I lost my mojo last week a little mm. bit. I, I kept running. like I. So I think I said to you at the awards night, um, you know, I had to go out and do a, a, a long run the next day. I managed to get the long run done. I'm really enjoying my long runs at the moment. Yeah. Um, I'm managing to tick those off quite nicely, getting the paces in that I'm required to get for my target time, um, feeling really comfortable and really strong. But then when it comes to the midweek, sort of, you know, the weekday running Monday to Friday, yeah. I've been feeling like I'm really struggling. The easy runs, I felt a little bit sluggish, although aerobically they've not been sort of taking anything out of me. Legs... They're a bit heavy, but then they sort of bounce back for the speed session. I do one session in the week, um, and for two weeks on the bounce now, I've flopped on the session. I just couldn't I couldn't get myself going. Um, and I had a chat with my coach today, which really, really helped. So shout out to all the coaches out there that, you know, you might be coaching somebody for races and runs. If you are struggling and you've got a coach, 
don't jack it in don't get inside your own head have a chat to your coach because sometimes it's just reframing it and although I've been a coach and do do coaching for you um, and I know everything that I need to know in terms of coaching but you never know it all obviously mm. I've not got the experience of running marathons so I've coached people for marathons and I've coached people for good times in marathons but that actual experience of running a marathon I've not got much of because this will only be my fourth marathon because I don't like the distance yeah. I don't know how the, my body should feel I know how to t- say to somebody like I could say to you you're going to find it hard you're going to find it tough you're going to find it fatiguing make sure you drink water make sure you eat properly make sure you warm up cool down stretch all that sort of stuff I know that that's what needs to be done yeah. I'm probably not doing enough of that but I also don't know day by day, week by week, how my body should actually be feeling. And I felt really, really tired. And I feel like I'm coming out of that a bit now. Mm. Um, but what my coach basically has said to me is that these sessions in the week, don't worry too much about a specific pace. So my speed session this week was supposed to be run 10 times three minutes um, with one minute 15 rest. Right. Um, and uh, no sorry 10 times two and a half minutes with one minutes 15 rest i did the first four reps and i'm supposed to be aiming for a pace of around about 540 to 530 per mile which is like 5k pace mm. before christmas i was finding those paces really easy to hit like really comfortably really really good confidence boosting sessions and then the last couple of sessions I've done I've gone out to try and hit those paces and because of the fatigue that I've still got in my legs from my long runs I'm hitting like closer to six minutes six ten per mile and I'm finding that tough and then I'm looking down at my watch at my splits and I'm sort of getting in my own head thinking all my pace has gone this isn't going too well I got through four reps and I just died on I was like I can't do it jacked in the session tried to jog home Again, I, I just sort of couldn't make it all the way home. And we're talking like less than a mile from my front door. Yeah. But I was so demoralized by the fact that I hadn't done the session. Um, but I'm forgetting the fact that these weekend sessions are taking a lot out of me. Um, and my coach has basically told me to reframe the session. And just if it's sort of 10 by two and a half minutes... The aim is, yes, to run at a particular pace, and that's sort of a driver to get your legs turning and running fast. Mm. But as long as you're running them hard and you're running them honest, and if your pace is quicker than marathon time, quicker than marathon pace, you're still accumulating time each week faster than your marathon target, which is only going to serve you well when it comes to actually running that target marathon pace. What's your marathon target pace? So anywhere between... um, 6.30 and about 6.50. Right, okay. That would, that would get me, if I was to do that, that would comfortably get me under what my three-hour target is, sub three hours. Yeah. Um, but my long runs, I've sort of been running them anywhere between 6.33 to 6.39 per mile, and that's felt comfortable. But then when it comes to my sort of shorter speed sessions in the week, I feel like I've lost a load of power, and that's because I'm putting probably too much expectation on myself. And actually what I should be doing is just once a week. It's that thing, if you strip it all back, 80% of your work should be easy. Mm -hmm. And then once a week, you should be pushing yourself and running hard in a session. Mm -hmm. So these 10 by 2, two and a half minutes at a particular pace should just be 10 by two and a half minutes hard. And as long as I'm running them hard and I'm running them honest, 
it doesn't matter about the pace because physiologically I'm pushing my body to run faster yeah. than marathon pace. So when I come to run my marathon pace, that should feel easier. And on fatigue legs pace. as well. Exactly. So it's there's a lot to think about with marathon training. And I know that I've been feeling a bit tired, a little bit fatigued, but that means I'm doing something right. And one of my mates um, messaged me, uh, one of my running running friends. Uh, we've got like a marathon group. Um, we have as well. Uh, we've got one. So fit. Yeah. So this is good because what you can do is you can talk to other people yeah. that are going through the same thing. And I basically put a message in there and sort of said, look, is anyone else finding this really difficult? Um, like anyone else really tired and fatigued? And then there was a few messages come back like, Ben, have you got kids by any chance? Mm-hmm. Because that's a lot. Yeah. I mean, the the stress and working with kids as well, the stress physically and mentally that puts you under, mm-hmm. you find it really hard to turn up to all your sessions. And anyway, this chat messaged me back and when marathon training is supposed to be hard, but so are you. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, do you know what? That's rung about like I am a focused, determined guy. I never normally switch off on sessions. I have built up a lot of years of mental toughness through running mm-hmm. and I need to dig into a bit of that reserve and remember that I'm new to marathon running. Yeah. Cause I don't do, I've never, I've, I've not done many. No. This will be my fourth one, as I say. So it's, I'm learning stuff about myself and I think that's what everybody does as you run a marathon, whether it's your first one or your hundredth marathon, you'll always learn something new. But you can say that about everybody. If you're not training for a marathon, if you're training for do your first 5K, if you're doing couch 5K, you've got to build that resilience up. You've got to build that fitness up and it is about mental toughness as well as physical toughness because you've got to be able to go out there and do it when you don't really want to at times. And I, I struggle with that at times when you think to yourself, oh, I could just sit here. I could just sit here, put telly on, put Bluey on with Arthur and just chill out with Arthur watching Bluey. Yeah. Uh, whereas you, if it is that you want to go out and get yourself fit, you, you need to get up and do it. And nothing's going to happen you do. without you doing it yourself. So. No, and I mean, I think the good thing is, obviously, at the moment, I'm, although I'm, I bailed on two sessions, I still got some miles in. Mm. And I knew how many miles the session would have got me. Mm. I went and got some miles in. Um, I'm doing my long runs. I'm getting time. I'm running. I'm getting time accumulated at target marathon pace. Mm. And that's going to hold me in good stead. Mm. And I think the biggest thing, again, my coach said to me today, and I totally agree with it. It's something I'd be saying to the athletes I was coaching is the hardest part is getting to the start line. And if you can get to the start line fit and healthy and you've accumulated some miles and you've done your training, um, regardless of how your training block has gone, you're going to put yourself in a good position. Mm. Um, And I think this is the thing. It's like just no one run is going to define how your race goes on the day. No. Uh, you've just got to keep turning up. And like this this weekend's going to be an exact, um, you know, it's going to be a challenge because my, my long run is normally done on a Saturday. And if I can't do it on a Saturday, I do it on a Sunday. But I've got a jam-packed weekend. Somebody, so, somebody's having a, inappropriately having some, a wedding on a, on a weekend. Inconsiderate. <laughs> I won't say it because I'll have to put a beep in. Can't, can't take too much of his time. So I'm inconsiderate bastard. He's having a wedding. Um, so 
put that one in. There's your wedding present. I was, um, I was having a drink at the same time and I just nearly spat it out to leave my laptop. <laughs> no, so what it is like this weekend, like it's a challenge. It's already playing on my mind a little bit. Like I've got, I've got to get out on Saturday morning to get my long run done. I've got two hours and 15 minutes worth of running. Mm. It's a long run. It's at target marathon pace. It's going to take a lot out of me. It's, it, it equates to about 19 miles worth of running. I've then got to get in the car, come up to Stoke and go and come to the wedding, which disco I'm really dancing. looking forward to. Have my disco dancing. So I might be there in my running kit and Mr. Coney's at this rate. Um, <laughs> run to, there you go. You could run to, you could run to the, to the wedding. It's, it's not a bad shout. Um, <laughs> Rachel, Rachel could bring the suit along with you. You can run to the wedding down the M6. Yes, pick me up on the M6. <laughs> no, so I've got to do that on Saturday. There's no two ways about it. I have to do that this Saturday because on Sunday, after your wedding, I've got to get up at probably half six to get to the running show because me and Rachel are working the running show for Mini Athletics. If anyone's going to the running show, by the way, that, yeah. um, if anyone's going to the running show on Saturday or Sunday, uh, Mini Athletics, um, we are running the kids track, which is basically a massive space at, at the running show. And we're doing some free taster sessions for children from walking up to eight years old the classes are available to book on the mini athletics website at miniathletics.com they are nearly sold out but obviously if you are at the running show with your kids come and say hello to us um and try your kids out on a free class or if you've come without the kids and you're interested in mini athletics just come and have a look at what we're doing our mascot gogo will be there uh, so you can come and have a say hello to Gogo um, and I me had, and Rachel. I had planned to go this time last year, but then obviously I didn't realise it was the same time as wedding. So I'm going to go next year, definitely. Go next year. I'll be there next year as well, hopefully. Yeah. But um, me and Rachel are running the stand for Mini Athletics on Sunday. So if you are there on Sunday and you listen to the podcast, come and say hello. We'll sign you an autograph. Um, sign your autograph. Um, yeah, so that's me, my running in a nutshell. I've, I've got a big weekend coming up. Yeah. It's it's all that saying. We've said it a few times on the show. Ask yourself, how badly do you want it? Mm. Get out there. Keep showing up. Keep putting the miles in. Keep doing as you're told if you've got a coach. Um, but remember, it is hard, but so are you. It's a good saying. It's a good saying. Shall we have a look at Strava League, the board? Let's have a look at the leaderboard. So, from last week, so from Monday to Sunday last week, um, with 71.4 miles, which is absolutely astounding. They've been third. Staggering. Staggering. In third place with 71.4 miles, we have Jared Horn. In second spot, with 71.8, we have Katie Gillick. And then top of the shop... We met him. Well, I don't know if you met him. I know I met him. I went and said hello at the Nostas Roadrunners Award Ceremony with 72.9 miles. Pratt. Well done to Martin. Martin Pratt. Yeah. This week, from Monday to Thursday this week, with 37 miles, we have Jared Horn. So Jared came third last week and he's also third this week. In second spot, with 41.2 miles, we have Pat Buckingham. So, well done to Pat. And then top of the shop, he wasn't at the Nostas Roadrunners uh, Award Ceremony, but he did come joint top with Sam Crozier, who we caught up with. Well done to Carl Moulton. Absolutely. Well done, Carl. I mean, he's... Them miles. 
if you if you're interested in Carl Moulton, and most people will be because of uh, how good he does at North Staffs, um, and you want to see someone's example of some training, I'm just going to talk about him for a second. Hope he doesn't mind. Of course he doesn't. He's running. It's incredible, right? And I think there's two things you can take out of this. If you look at his Strava and you look at his target mileage, let's say his, his weekly mileage, you can actually see that this guy has switched into training mode. Yeah. That's the first thing I would say about his training because his weekly mileage wasn't, you know, for him, it wasn't particularly high for the best part of around about nine, ten weeks. Yeah, yeah. From sort of like October through to literally the week of the 18th of December, so Christmas, he's obviously done what he's done at North Staff, won, jointly won Group A, um, and he's just gone, do you know what? Season over, feet up. He's got himself in barrels of North Staff's juice. <laughs> he's been drinking them. And all of a sudden, he's just gone, right, I'm training now. Yeah. And you can you can see the fact that he's, he's on this progressive climb of mileage. And this week, obviously, he's already on 48 miles. He hasn't yet done his long run. Last week, he did 66. So he's, go, he's going on that climb. And the, the second thing I would say about his training, this is a guy, right, that if you look at his, his race, and he spoke about this when he came on the show, so just to put this into perspective, this is a guy that runs a five, according to Strava, he runs a 5.28 5K, right? So that is an average pace for a 5K of four minutes and 59 seconds per mile, average, wow. right? Look at his training and look at his easy runs, his afternoon easy runs. So, for instance, yesterday he did five miles he did 55 minutes easy. His pace was 9.58 per mile. His easy runs are run incredibly slow. And he spoke about this same, on the podcast. the same pace of what I run when I do my easy runs. But it's his it's, it's difference between his 5K pace to his easy pace. It's like five minutes yeah, yeah. per mile. And this is a guy that he spoke about it it's a chance for him to run easy get some miles and i hate the term junk mile because every mile is like a it's a training mile and it contributes and adds to your overall fitness collectively but he runs his easy runs like super super chilled out and then he goes out and he does like his marathon pace runs and he's, he obviously works very hard in his speed sessions mm. He does 20 miles steady at 6.47, so that's like my sort of marathon pace. For him, obviously, that's that's steady. But what is really noticeable, if anyone wants to take a note about how to run easy, go and check Carl Moulton's training out because it's eye-opening. Mm-hmm. He literally uses it as an excuse to get out there and flush, as he said, all the it's out of his legs. Mm-hmm. And basically it's just it's just a chance to be free and clear by the looks of it and do some running and there's no pressure there's no ego no, at all definitely no. <laughs> definitely absolutely not. no ego he does not care that someone's looking at his strava and thinking oh he runs at 10 minute mile because when it comes to 5k there aren't there aren't many people sam crozier accepted that is going to keep up with him incredible so inspiring definitely definitely is inspiring and like you say it's if people do want to know how to run properly and run and run easy, do look at that. Because if you look at his heart rate as well, I think his average heart rate is like 120 or something like that. Yeah, I mean, this is the thing. that is His heart rate is 
obviously it's unique to him. Um, I mean, I I run at ten minute mile, and my heart rate probably is going to be around about that. Mm. But he's how old is Carl? I think he's forty three. I want to say. I'm yeah, so he's, he's only a little bit older, but he's he's old. He's an older man, so his mm-hmm. his heart rate is going to be different and unique to him. But to it just it's just someone that it comes across to me that if you look at his training you can learn a lot for some looking at someone's Strava mm. um he structures his training really well his ego's left at the front door he does what he needs to do he comes back he probably focuses on his rest and recovery and he knows what he needs to be doing on each individual run yeah. he knows where his easy pace is he knows what he needs to be doing when he's doing his workouts and I find that quite inspiring certainly someone that's looking to progress in this marathon block mm. it's it's just it's so unique to you we talk about comparison of is the thief of joy and all that a few times if you're looking for someone to sort of give you some guidance on how you should be training easy runs Cole Malton, your man. Mm, definitely, definitely. Shall we do a shout-out? I've got a quick shout-out that I want to make. I feel like I've just given more shout-outs. I know, well, I was going to say, is that your shout-out? <laughs> I, have, I have got one. I've got one as well. So my shout-out is to Carly Hall. So Carly Hall is a Stoke Fit runner. Um, I've known Carly for many, many years. She was in my brother's year at school, so I've known her for a long, long time. Uh, and she is consistent with her running she's had her troubles so she's had her injuries um she had to have some surgery on her toe toes i think she had both toes they had to have surgery on them uh, and she's also had surgery recently but she keeps going out there she keeps running and she does really really well and she stepped up this week she went out on the long run with uh, stoke fit went out and did it with james and, and i think katie went and a couple others went with her so well done to carly and also she's bought herself an ice bath or somebody's bought her an ice bath anyway oh. so she's getting in that ice bath as well so my shout out is to carly hall so well done carly carly hall who was your shout out to my shout out this week is i'm gonna give it to me mate sam okay the guy yeah so he's done, he's been doing the challenges hasn't he as well I'm going to give it to my mate, Sam. Um, so, Sam, you know, if we go along the wedding theme, he was the best man at my wedding. Uh, absolutely cracking best man speech, by the way. <laughs> um, Sam is somebody that is – he's always been really supportive of this podcast. Um, he's um, – I wouldn't – I don't think he would class himself as a runner. Mm. Um, Sam is into his fitness. Um, he's a really, really uh, – determined mentally determined guy when he gets something in his head he sticks to it um but i wouldn't say he classes himself as a runner Mm. but he's been very supportive of the podcast he always gives me a message and he's listened from start to finish he's been critical of the mics that we use sometimes (laughs) but you know he's as said it's getting better um and he's even been known to sing the Couch to Coach theme tune on a night out. But I'm giving him my shout out because he's actually taken part in the last two Couch to Coach challenges. Yeah. He doesn't class himself as a runner, I don't think, as I say. But he's, I think what he's doing is he's, his mileage is like, it's made up literally of the Couch to Coach challenge and a little bit more. Mm. Um, but my, my shout out is to Sam and, uh, he has done the challenge this week and he keeps t- he's took a little 
He's took a little jibe at me this week in totaling it, t- titling his <laughs> couch to coach. Wunch. <laughs> so basically, he's always mocked me for not being able to pronounce my R's. You've said on before, yeah. <laughs> and I've noticed myself slip a few times on the podcast where I haven't been able to pronounce my R's properly. Um, so instead of doing, I don't, instead of doing a runch, he went for a wunch. Um, <laughs> So I thought he, he, he deserves my shout out. Um, <laughs> Taking the mic And he can have it. It's the last time I'm going to be nice to him anyway. Let's move on. <laughs> Still to come on this episode of the Couch to Coach Running Podcast. Special prize. Always special prize. If you can go out and run and get a photo taken outside a church where there are guests at a wedding, i.e. photo bomb, wedding photos. I'm not getting, you will win. I'm not getting married at a church, so it won't be my wedding. This episode is brought to you by Protein Rebel. Have you ever suffered with digestion issues during a running event? You're not alone. Research shows that 27% of marathoners and 70% of ultra runners report issues with digestion. The reasons for these gastrointestinal issues are often the complex chemical formulations used in many sports nutrition products. They lead to bloating, cramps, and sometimes the need to run to the toilet. Not what any runner needs. Definitely not. So how can you get over this when the big brands use artificial ingredients? So Protein Rebel has decided to do things differently as their products are 100% natural. They only use short, minimal, natural ingredient lists that reduce the chance of GI issues, so gastrointestinal issues, supports your running naturally. Products include Maple Ignite energy gels containing just maple syrup and sea salt, Run Easy Marine Collagen for strengthening joints and ligaments, and replace vegan protein powders. If you are interested in buying any of these products, we have got a special, yes, a special code for you to use. You go onto their website and it's CTC15 and you will get yourself 15% off. So shall we have a look at the Couch to Coach Challenge? So last week we asked to go out and do a, a runch so a run during lunchtime and we had many many people actually do a, a lunch or a runch as we just said so sam reeve went out and did one alex main has just done one today he went out at about 12 59 so at lunchtime in bedford he went out tony brown's done one he went out and did what did 1.93 kilometers uh, jackie bailey and also sally hamilton went out together today uh, on a Thursday uh, to do their their runch. Um, Lord Batman and Robin, Sally Hamilton yeah, and Jackie they are, Bailey, they're never not They're never not together. Um, Julianne Kettle went out, so she went and ran around work where I, where I work. Um, Ali Johnson's been out twice. He's done it twice. Trevor, Ho- Trevor, Trevor Hoyle has done it twice. I went out, not quite a runch. It was a walk. It was a combined walk and talk. So on Wednesday, uh, went out with a few colleagues. To, it was uh, trying to boost people's well-being in January. So went out with a few of them. Um, Giovanni went out. Alex Main, he's done two. So Alex has done two. Um, no, no, that was Alex has done one. It's just gone back to the top. 
And who else have we got? Giovanni. That's it. So we've got them many, that people. Them people. Them many. We've them got them many. Them many. But well done to everybody. Who's your winner? Are we picking a winner? I think we should pick a winner. Do you want to pick the winner or am I picking the winner? I'll pick a winner, shall I? Go on then, pick a winner. I'm going to pick Ali. So Ali's been out twice. Um, he, I don't know how long he's been listening to the show. Um, Ali Johnson, but he did a runch six, went out and did six miles um, yesterday. So, and he took nice photos of all the snow. On the Derbyshire Dales, yeah. oh, that's a that's a lovely place it's to have a runch, isn't it? It's yeah. a really nice place. Or a wunch. A wunch. So he's been out and done it twice, so I'm going to give it to Ali. So Ali, if you listen to the show, hoping you listen to the show, please do get in contact with us, and we will get you your prize out to you. So a beer mat, a sticker, a certificate, a magnet, uh, and even Ben hasn't got any of them. Because I remember Ben looking that you wanted one of them. I've got a shiny one. Do you know when you like you when you used to have oh, football it's, stickers? It's good football stickers, and you used to go got got need need. Oh, a shiny! It's exactly. It that. is very nostalgic. That shiny. Yeah, they are very good, are they? Um, it is lovely. And Jackie Bailey's got one on the back of a car. No, Julian Kettle's got one on the back. Julianne's got one on the yeah, back of a car. Emma, who won the at uh, North Stash Road Runners, she's got one on a a. She won the raffle prize, and it's got on a run diary. So she's got one on the run diary as well. And someone's got one on their fridge. Yeah, so Paul Hall put one on his fridge. So that was a magnet. Yeah, so they are getting out there, and they are much desired, I want to say. So if you want to get involved, please do get involved, and you could win yourself a lovely prize. Money can't buy prize. Well, you can Money can't buy prize. That is one thing money can't buy. Well, it can buy you. You can buy yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. If you want to buy them, you can buy them off me if you want to. That's absolutely fine. More than happy to sell them to you. <laughs> but they are prizes as well. So He's giving them away his wedding favours at the weekend. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> so what's the challenge this week, Mr. Russell? The challenge this week is... Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun. Uh, just before we do that, Go on. Right, Amanda Kelly yeah. absolutely hates our jingles. I know she does. I know. Shall we do it for her? Just for her. It she absolutely coach, hates them. Couch to coach challenge. Couch to coach. Couch to coach. There you go, Amanda. We said we'd stop. Especially for you, Amanda. <laughs> especially for you. This week's challenge especially is for you. Especially for Jason Donovan and Kylie, yeah. ain't that? It was. Um, this week's challenge is in honour of you. Oh, right, okay. So, this one is all about weddings. Ah, okay. So they're going to run okay. to my wedding. Everybody is going to run to Rob's wedding. <laughs> I'm not expecting no. to feed everybody. <laughs> no, he's not. What we're going to do is, Robbie's obviously getting married on Saturday. Uh, so over the weekend, or during the week, if you want to take part in this week's Couch to Coast Challenge, it is called Get Me to Church on Time. <laughs> okay. And your aim and objective as a solo runner, as a couple, as a group, as a run club, whatever you want to be doing is to run past... And photograph yourself outside as many churches 
as you possibly can. All religious buildings. Yeah, don't have to be a church. Just going to say, we might be might be a bit. Um... A religious building yeah. or church or special prize. Bully special prize. If you can go out and run and get a photo taken outside a church where there are guests at a wedding, i.e. photo bomb wedding photos, <laughs> I'm not getting, you will win. I'm not getting married at a church, so it won't be my wedding. I'm thinking Christian Prince style. Yeah. If, you know, yeah. if someone can run past the church and there's a wedding going on and they get themselves yeah. a photo with the wedding guests in the back, bride and groom specifically, you will win a shiny sticker. <laughs> but this week's challenge is get yourself to the church on time. I like it. I like it. So if you take part in this week's challenge, get yourself on Strava, Instagram, Facebook, but particularly Strava on the Run Club and share the challenge with us. Title it get me to church on time and congratulations Rob and Laura okay I quite like that one must admit I'm I'm happy with that one I think it'd be nice Um, so please do get involved we are getting more people involved and like I say if you want to win a shiny sticker do get yourself involved and a beer mat and a certificate I'm just going to let people know where the wedding is so they can come and take photos (laughs) with you so if everyone's got their pen and papers at hand it's at the (laughs) Yeah, the thing is, if you're going to run that far, you deserve to come to the wedding. <laughs> it's quite a distance, to be fair. <laughs> you'll see. I'm sure people that follow me on Instagram, anyway, you'll be seeing photos and be putting loads of photos on of the wedding. So, um, so yeah, thank you, thank you. That's a nice challenge. Five with listeners. Five, five with, with listeners. listeners. Five with listeners. So this, five with the six listeners. Five with the six. Yeah. So this week we have a special five with the with the listeners because we did it live at the North Staffs Roadrunners Association Awards ceremony. It was a very good night. I must admit, I did enjoy it. Um, we managed to meet quite a few people that uh, listen to the show, people that we've never met before, people that we have met before, people that have been on the podcast before, uh, or on the five of the listeners. So uh, we got to, we managed to speak to six of the winners. They all won an award. We also got a chance to speak to Mr. Ken Rushton as well, catch up with Ken again. Um, so it was a good night, wasn't it? It was a very good night. I think it was well put together by Ken. Mm, very well put together. And I know he's Ken listening. Ken and his wife. Ken and his wife. And well, the whole team. Yeah, um, whole team. I know he's listening, and he says he runs a tight ship. Yeah. <laughs> Eight o'clock on the dot. Those award ceremonies was going to start. Well, Ken, you were a little bit late, mate. Only because we had a monologue <laughs> from Stan. No, he was late starting. He was late kicking them off by a couple of minutes. Because people like yourself decided... We're at the bar. The bar. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, that monologue. Wow. How did, wow. He mem- how did he remember all that? I'm, yeah. I'm worried about my speech, which is going to be literally like ten, about five or six minutes. His was like 20 minutes long. Yeah, but it was it was a really really good night. Uh, we really enjoyed the interviews, we did. Um, and I think you know there's only one thing to be said really: toughie for your sports mix. So we're here with Izzy Shaw, winner of Group L. Congratulations, Izzy! Thank you very much. 
So we've got three questions for you. The first question is, what is your highlight of the year for the NSRRA? This is an easy one, actually. My highlight has got to be Congleton Half Marathon, um, which I won for the ladies, which was great. Um, however, it just went differently to how halves have gone for me before. Um, in the past, I've kind of got to mile 10, hung in there, you know, really struggled. Last three miles, just hung in there um, and then died a death across the finish line. But something happened there. I ran with um, a fellow runner, Liam Clay. We ran around together. We paced it really well. Got to mile 10, felt great. Um, kind of sped up for those last three miles. And then for the last mile, um, kind of took off really. And then the thing that really made it was they put the ribbon back out for the lady winner yeah. and they don't normally do that. So that was a really nice touch. So definitely Congleton Heart. Fantastic, thanks. And we spoke to Ken about... You got promoted midway through the season? Yeah, that's How did that right. feel? Um, I think I was apprehensive at first. I think it was about three races in I got promoted from M to L. Um, because I hadn't raced much before this year, really. I think I'd done one race, which was Flying Fox at the end of last year. So I was kind of scared to be promoted. But at the same time, happy. Because obviously to be in the top group for the women, it means I did have a looking at trying to get at the top um but i didn't think that was possible at that chance so yeah but it obviously all worked out for the better and uh, we've just seen you collect all your awards so congratulations thank you very much um we've got another question question number two i hate this question by the way so rob is in group f and we have a bit of banter on the show is rob and we're changing the question not is he getting promoted next season is rob ever going to get out of group f i think so there you go, Steve. I think so. You're making a lot of progress at the moment. Aren't you training hard? <laughs> yeah. I think this is the season. There we go. I agree. So I agree. You've heard it here first. He's getting out of Group F. <laughs> question three. The question is, so on the show, me and Ben had a bit of a discussion about what is the favorite, what are our favorite snacks, favorite sweets. So what is, what is better out of sports mix or toffee Ooh. Tuffy Fee. Oh, You've got a one nil. There you go. You can have a Tuffy Fee. Oh, thank you very much. <laughs> thank you, Izzy. So we're here with Sam Crozier, joint winner of Group A, championship winner. So, and also you got, what other award did you get? So I was the 1639 age group. Yeah. Male runner of the year and Group A winner of the year. So, yeah. so you've got loads of trophies. Yeah, loads yeah, 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 yeah. Far too many that um, <laughs> Sean's, Sean's already annoyed that I've got so And you've many. also got a newborn baby as well. Even better trophy. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. What's yeah. the baby called? Baby Ernie. Ernie. Yeah, Ernie. so 20th of December he arrived. So, wow. he's, so is Ernie going to be a runner? You decided that already? Well, I've got, so this is my that's our second boy and I've got our eldest is Albert and he's already loves running around the track. So I'm already thinking something like Ingebrigtsen Brownlee Brother-esque style <laughs> development camp. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. Hopefully they've got the genetics, but we'll see. And this was your first year in North Staffs Road as well? It was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Excellent achievement, yeah, yeah. brilliant stuff. So we, met, we talked about you on the podcast actually last night. Okay. Uh, so we were talking, we, we said to Ken, who's going to win this year? And we wanted an answer out of him. And like, much like tonight with Runner of the Year, he sat right on that fence. Yeah, of course will, yeah. <laughs> So he says, well, I can't call it. And to be fair, I'm exactly the same. It's going to be an interesting one. But we did say there's other people in there that are going to throw, the, throw in the mix with, with people getting promoted and 
in Group A. So it's going to be a tough year again. Uh, yeah, I definitely think so. I think it's um, yeah. Who knows? It's mm. it's a, it, it, it. I know everything's mentioned all the time. It's a long old season. Isn't it, it is yeah. when you go all the way from Alsager to Cheddleton. It's yeah. when you got to try and get twelve good quality races against yeah. good quality yeah. athletes. I mean, like you said, there's me and Carl, but the guys that are coming through, yeah. like Martin Pratt's coming up. And the, other, yeah. the other Group A runners are real good quality yeah. runners. So you can't you can't run badly on the day and not expect to drop down to 48, 47, 46 points quite yeah. quite quickly. I think it can happen. So, yeah. First question is, and this is Go. just a bit of a chat between us, what's the highlight of the year for North Stats Roadrunners? For you personally? For me personally, I think I think it would have been Congleton Half, winning from Congleton okay. Half. It was, I'd, at the time, I'd, I'd had a, I'd just come off a, a back of it of an injury and, and it was a bit of a, the last turning point was like if I didn't win that race, I couldn't win the league. Yeah, or win, yeah, win the group. And um, I worked with my coach John Danahay, and we really set the stall out to go out after Congleton. And, and we knew Carl was going to be an absolute weapon at there because he's you know, he's run that race how many times? He knows the yeah. course like the back of his hand. I'd never done it before. Yeah. And um, and yeah, and, and coming away and winning that race is probably the highlight, probably the turning point for this back end of the season for me yeah. to come away. And I think I had a few more. I had, I had a back to back win it. With Warrington the week after, and that so that that was a big turning point. So yeah, probably the highlight was Congo. So yeah. when you first started, did you think you were going to get anywhere near top of the league? I thought I'd get Carl good for good for his run, good run for his money because yeah. I'd raced him before on a couple of races and um, at Potter's half the previous year, and I'd come second to him the year before when yeah. he won it. Um, and then I've done a couple of um, I've done a couple of county races for Staffordshire and, and gone toe to toe with Carl before. So, yeah. but I. I yeah, I'd never done NSRA before, so I, it was a bit of an unknown, I guess. So yeah. I didn't know. So in terms of the racing, because I only did two races this year, but I went out into the races. The early episodes that you might have listened to, mm-hmm. I basically went out and I, I had a tactic. I'd go out and I would let one of the B racers go past me yeah. and I would sit on their shoulder. Is your tactic, I was only racing against Carl, or was it I'm just going to run my race, run it as hard as I can and see where I place? Or did you start thinking about just calm at the start of the season it was especially some of the more like I mean, if you think about all stage of five and some of the other races where there was some of the other runners who are nsra who i knew were good quality runners i'd go out and i'd race those guys i'd race the podiums but when it got towards the back end of the season when it was yeah. all about like positions and i'd go to a race going um i need to get 50 points here and then yeah. and it sounds like I don't know, it sounds a bit mental, but I had, I had ripped a copy of the NSRA spreadsheet onto my own computer and I was I set up all the different oh, courses of actions going, right, if I get 50 here and Carl gets 49 here, what do I need to do at that race? And and because yeah. that's what it became all about then and it came all about racing the man and Congleton was an example of that and I knew we knew the course really well. So for eight miles, I literally ran behind the below and then I made my move oh, from there. Tactics. Yeah. Tactics statistician, yeah. Jose Mourinho with the running world. Mm. Well, Ken will love that when yeah. he does that, that, that spreadsheet's really Yeah, I've got my own version of it, just, but it's only got two lines of Sam Crozier and Carl Moulton, that's it. That's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah, yeah. That's brilliant. Uh, thank you. We'll move on to question two. So, Rob is in Group F. At the start of the podcast, we asked Ken, is Rob going to get promoted from Group F? We've changed the question. Is Rob ever going to get promoted from Group F? Do you know what? It depends if you get 12 races in, yeah. Rob. And I think, I don't know, you've got Manchester Marathon coming up, haven't you? So it's, it depends how quickly you can recover from that to then get 12 good races in. And I, and I don't know how competitive Group F is, but I look at all very, the, you, look, you look at all the scores in all the categories tonight and I'd look through and there's, everyone's getting like 590, 600, 580s. You've got to be like on the money to like, 
to get in the top three of those those groups. So yeah. I'm an, ever an optimist. I think you got the coach. You can get you you can get you can get you get you those uh, sessions in. I've and, got someone from Group yeah. F promoted, so if yeah, he listens yeah, yeah, to yeah, me, yeah, we'll yeah. have a chance. Yeah, I think th- you've got it in you. I think get Manchester Marathon out of the way, get that recovery done, and, yeah. and get your twelve races I lined can up. See this motivating him. It is. It is. You're the second person yeah. that says yes. So I'm, I'm hoping so. I think. I think, like you say, with Manchester Marathon, I think it's that's a the, good. That's the focus. It's yeah. a, that's the focus. But also, we, t- we said it last year with Manchester Half Marathon. The races will fit in quite nicely with the training program yeah, as well. So for outcome, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah absolutely. So. And the last question. So I don't know if you listened to the podcast when we talked about snacks. It was a Kieran Bedford special. We talked about what's our favourite snack. So what is better, Tafifi or sports mixture? Sports mixture. Yes. Oh, no, one one. Yeah, help yourself. I'm not having it. <laughs> Although I did eat some Tafifi the other night on the sofa. You're not having a Tafifi. No, no. no, the sports mixture in the side when I'm driving. So I, I drive a lot for work. Yeah. I have a bag of sports treats on the passenger seat. Yeah. And I'll snap all that while I'm driving. Absolutely. Fantastic. Well, thank you very much. Cheers, lads. Thank you very much. Cheers, Cheers lads. So we're here with Ken Shenton. Um, we've mentioned him a few times on the podcast. Just a few. The guy that we met at Manchester Raft with the bagels and the coffee. We were really, <laughs> really surprised when he pulled Se- them out. Seasoned pro. Oh, yeah. Say, yeah. Also came second in the 65 to 69 years men's. And also a complete runner as well. Yes, So that's 20 races over the year. Yeah. So starting in February last year, all the way over till November 20 races, which is really impressive. That's including 22 20 mile races, 36 races over the years. Yeah, wow, absolutely. And And he is just retired as well, just Just before Manchester Half. So he's got even more time now to do more running. (laughs) uh... (laughs) You're not ever thinking about retiring from running, no, 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 keep going. So, the first question is, what is your highlight of the year for North Staffs Roadrunners? The highlight. Got to be, be becoming a complete runner for yeah. the third attempt, yeah. and nearly did it three years ago, and then got injured on the potter's off right. and missed the last three races, yeah. which I was gutted yeah. for all the work and then robbed of the glory. You know what I mean? So now that you retired from work, complete runner, two years on the bounce. Well, I'm thinking of it. I was going to do 12, but I'm thinking it. <laughs> <laughs> he wants the accolade again this year. Yeah, what's, your fa- what's your favourite? What was your favourite race? My favourite race, I think it would be the Stone. Oh, St. Michael's. St. Michael's. Not St. Michael's, the other five miles, they got oh, yeah. altered. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, not. No, not. no, that's. Stone 5? Is, no. is it just Stone 5? The one that went down to Aston on the canal, they changed it over onto Balderston Downs, yeah. up and over. Yeah, I don't think I know. I'm I sure can't, I can't think of the race. Yeah. Ken will come and correct us. Yeah, he'll, he'll be, he'll be contacted. Well, yeah, that's good. But I thought it was a good up and down and a bit more interesting yeah. as going instead of along the canal, you know what I mean? So we've ended up spoken to two other people before you can, and they say Congleton Half. I like the Congleton Half, yeah. yeah. I think I, I can remember doing Congleton Half myself last year. I wrote the review for the for the, the newsletter. Yeah, the Congleton Half. So it is a good one. There's it? a lot of good races, isn't there? Yeah. The Nighton. Yeah. 20 was a good race. And the South Chess is an excellent race. It's yeah. tough and hard. It's all, the, the whole league is full of good races, good runners. And as we've seen tonight at the award ceremony, really good people as well, which is fantastic. Yeah. Question two. You might have heard it before asked to a few of our guests. It was. 
is Rob going to get promoted from Group F this season? We've changed it slightly, or I've changed it. Is Rob ever going to get promoted from Group F? As he gets fitty. Consistency's the key. There we go. Move on to question three, because he's getting taken a beating in question. And the last question, I don't know if you've listened to the podcast when we've talked about uh, our favourite snack. Ben's was Tafifi, mine was Sports Mix. Which one would you choose, Tafifi or Sports Mix? What are you having for your dessert after the buffet is what you want to Sports Mix. Sports Mix, so that's 2-1 oh, out of yourself, 2-1 of them. That's 2-1 I'm to an M&M man, really, but... Oh, right, OK. We'll get M&M I like the, the P&M, and M&M, peanut M&M, 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 M&M. <laughs> Lovely. Cheers, Ken. Thank you, Ken. Thank Fantastic. You. We're here with Kieran Bedford, who came second in Group B. In Ben, I want to just mention it. That was Ben's group. Absolutely, Ben's group. Uh, yeah, it was Ben's group. I'll just say that again. That was Ben's group, so he came second in that group. Group B. So well, group- I was going to say congratulations, <laughs> but I'm, 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 I'm retracting any word of congratulations now. It's gone. So no, on. I, this isn't a question that we're going to normally ask. But how do you feel about being promoted to Group A? Oh, wonderful! Absolutely really? ecstatic. Yeah, and I couldn't be happier with the people who have come up with me as well, Martin and. Kieran Gilbert, we've sort of had a battle yeah. all year, yeah. and it's great to sort of be able to carry that on next year as well. Yeah. What, do you fancy your chances in Group A? No. <laughs> <laughs> Not a chance. So you're gonna, you've got a battle there with Christian and Liam? Yes. Good friends at Gator AC? Yeah, Liam, Liam won't be in Group A, don't worry. But Christian, Christian's certainly going to be uh, pushing him. There's a, a few others in Group A which are... Fast, very, very fast. Is there a wager between you and Christian who finishes higher? Or well, this uh, this this hasn't happened yet, but yeah. uh, I, I fancy my chances. I've got a better five k, so <laughs> on the shorter stuff, I'm sure I'll. Uh, if not, I can just injure him. That's good. What's well, Christian doing in Montenegro? Uh, that's where his uh, partner partner lives. Oh right, okay. Well, she doesn't live there. They're on holiday. They have Christmas on the sixth ah, okay. of January. So okay. He has two Christmases, that's why. You weren't sure whether he's across there to stay or he's coming back or so. No, no, unfortunately he's got to come back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so the first question is, what, what is your highlight of the year for the NSRRA? The highlight of my year is, uh, well, it's one of the only races I actually beat, Mark and Pratt, who came first in, is Clayton 10K. Okay. It's a, a beautiful sort of two-lap course and there's a bit of off-road. And Christian actually fell over in that race, so I beat him as well. <laughs> um, but yeah, and me and Martin were neck and neck. And we finished within like, a split second of each other where it was a, a proper sort of race race where we were going from about four miles to six miles neck and neck a bit like me and Ben but then I still had the legs to sort of try and keep up at the finish and it was, turns onto grass and it's a proper sprint finish and it yeah. was just amazing best best race I've ever done from seeing your training and performances on Strava you're someone that definitely got better as the season went on yes which is all down to the training that you put in because you want to tell us a little bit about your run streak yeah, well, I, I started running in January 2019, red January. I just thought I'd do it for 31 days, love it. But um, then I got really competitive. I wanted to keep on doing it. So I'm up to 1,838 wow. days now, <laughs> wow. just over five years. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Absolutely crazy. Um, so question number two is not will Rob get promoted at a Group F next season? It's will Rob ever get promoted out of Group F? <laughs> well, that's a tricky one. I was going to say the first one had an easy answer, didn't it? But um, I, I heard at the start, I remember something about you wanted to be promoted, doesn't it, this year? Yeah. And yeah. where did you finish up? Was it? I can't remember. I, 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 I think it was eighth, actually. I, had a, 
I had a look. I had a look. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. You did do 12 races. So. Yes, that's very good. That's yeah. uh, It's better than doing two races. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It is better than yeah, doing two races. <laughs> we'll keep that in mind. Let's move on to the third question. And the third question, so it is my question, so it's a secret question, but I don't know if you've listened to the podcast when we talk about snacks, all dedicated to yourself. Yes. And yes. We talked about Tafifi and Sports Mix. Oh, <laughs> Which is the better, Tafifi or Sports Mix? Well, I'm afraid it's, it's got to be Tafifi. Oh, it's it's absolutely the best. Yeah. No, okay. Yeah. You can have a Tafifi. Double pass you a Tafifi. I would love one. We've got, a, we've got a separate question, a fourth question for you. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, this isn't being asked to anyone else. I've got a slight confession. Okay. I can't do all soja. Oh, okay. So I so, win by default. You've won by, <laughs> yes. you've won okay. by default, so I'll well, shake your hand on winning. Thank you. Thank you. But Feels good. I can't do all soja because I can't do Sunday races. I'm throwing a challenge down to a one-on-one at Park One Whammy on a Saturday. That's where my PB is. There we go. Okay. So, do you accept a 2024 Whammy Park Run challenge? I I absolutely do. Yeah. There we go. Shake on it. Let me let me actually do some training for it. We'll fix we'll fix a date and that's on. Perfect. Cheers, Kieran. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, guys. Thank you. This episode is brought to you in association with the North Staffs Roadrunners Association. Proudly supporting road running in North Staffordshire since 1974. So we're here with Sally Hamilton, who came third in Group Y, getting promotion to Group X, along with Jackie Bailey and Paula Anderson. Congratulations, Sally. Thank you. So before we came, before we started talking and recording, Sally was just telling us about when she first started running. So just tell us a little bit about that. So I started Coach to 5K on the 22nd of August 2022, completed that on my own, and then I did my very first park run, I think it was the 5th of November 2022 at Isabel Trail. And whilst at Isabel Trail, I saw all these red T-shirts with Star Master Marathoners ah, okay. on, and I thought, oh running group, sized me running on my own. So went home that night, messaged, went on the Wednesday and I met Jackie Bailey for the first time. <laughs> and we did the um, beginners group, which is a bit of a couch to 5K. And then I joined the club officially, joined the NSRRA January. And here I am now, January 24. And through you two, I'm actually running Manchester Marathon in April. Through listening to your podcast. So we've done the mission, inspiring people to Absolutely, run. Absolutely, yeah. brilliant. That so is great. The first question is, what is your highlight of the year for the North Staffs Roadrunners? South Cheshire 20. Okay. So I um, started running, as I said, last year. I did my first time was Man. Uh, Stafford half in March, yeah. which I did in two hours 34, but I was half the moon, it was my first half. Yeah. Then me and Jacqueline, we were doing the NSRRA, and we said, should we do South Cheshire? Just on a whim. So we said, okay then. So we started training in June, July, and we were running from club to either Trentmore Hanley, every Saturday and back to get our long runs in. You're still doing that now, aren't you, for training yes, for Manchester? Yes, still doing them for training for Manchester. And we did South Cheshire in September. And what I would say to anybody is, don't let it be 20 miles put you off. It was my favourite race of the whole year. And it, it was just amazing. We 
We had lots of phone towers, lots of chatting. I still got around in three hours, 48. Wow, it was a really hot day mm. and it was just amazing. So what's next for an SRRA for you? Um, I'll say, yeah. So yeah, what's, say the, what's the objective next season? Oh, well, so this season... <laughs> just thought about it. <laughs> I have joined NSRRA and I will be doing some of the races, but I'm doing Manchester in April and I've entered my first ultra. Wow. So in July. I'm, Spoiler I'm alert. Yeah. There we go. I'm doing an ultra. Which one are you doing? Race to the Stones. I've heard about that. It's a really good one, yeah. 100k. That's, you'll have to keep Ooh. us updated. Yeah, that's so, a big challenge. So, well done. So, yeah. So, and we're doing... Jacqueline's just informed me. I'm doing the Forecastle series. <laughs> She's a bad influencer. <laughs> well, I think it's... We just get each other going, don't we? So, so this is what you need. You need a running friend. You need yeah. someone to keep you going. You need a good podcast to listen to. Yes, absolutely. A good community like the NSRRA around yeah. you, which is good. And a good running club. A good yeah, running club, yeah. 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 Question two is not will Rob get promoted out of Group F next season? Is will Rob ever get promoted out of Group F? Of course he will. He's got grit and determination. There you go. Of course exactly. he will. Exactly. It's a scary answer. That was so convincing. <laughs> so convincing. Positivity. This oh, is what I'm, I'm only like. winding him up. I'm only winding him up. <laughs> he can, if he listens to me, he'll get promoted. <laughs> and the last question, so I don't know if you've listened to the podcast where we talk about snacks. I said the sports mixture were my favourite. Ben said it to Fifi. What is better, Tafifi or Sports Mix? Sports Mix. Thank you very much. So that's 3-2. We've got one more person to come in. How about Sports Mix? Devastating. No, I'm all right, thank oh. you. Oh, she's oh, that. She, she likes them that much, she's <laughs> that one. She's that determined to get really... Would you like a Tafifi? No, thank you. <laughs> Lovely. Thank you, Sally. So we're here with Amanda Kelly. Hello. Hello. Came second. <laughs> Random hello. Hello. Came second in Group L. Um... She's a Stoke, city of Stoke AC and also Stoke Fit Runner, second claim. And also she came first in ladies 35 to 39. And she also, we dedicated the, the, the challenge to her last week because we said get out with your four-legged friends because you go a lot, do a lot of running with your dogs and you take the dogs for you do yeah. dog walker as well. So you've got yeah. a lot of different things. So thank you for coming on. Okay. Um, so, first question is, what is your highlight of the year for North Staff Roadrunners? Oh my gosh, I don't know. I don't think I've got a specific highlight okay. of a race. Okay. Have you got a race of the year then, if we ask you that question? No. A lot of people have said Congles and Half. What, what were your thoughts about Congles and Half? Or, or South Cheshire 20? Hard, did you? Okay. Um, South Cheshire 20, I didn't do. Okay. I did Gritstone. Okay. Okay. So talk to us about Congleton Arthur. Um, yeah, that was hard. Yeah. In what um, way? Um, I don't know if it's because I hadn't fully recovered yeah. from previous races. Yeah. So I got just under the 130. Yeah. But not as good as you. Probably your tops to being the best, actually. Okay. Because okay. I did a 128. Okay, so as you highlighted, and it probably I, tops. I just about chipped Izzy Shaw off. <laughs> just. <laughs> just. <laughs> so, what's your ambition for this year then? For an SRRA? The same as every year. What's that? No it's, slacking. No yeah. slacking. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I've learned it. Yeah. Beat myself. So you, that is okay. the only ever goal I have. Because okay. comparison is the thief of joy. Yeah, we talked yeah. about it on the podcast. I don't care about too. winning, really. I don't care where I place in the age group, really. The only thing is, 
beating Miss Alf. And is he sure? No. <laughs> She's too good. <laughs> no. Question two then, Amanda, if we can, is it's not will Rob get promoted from Group F next season. It's will Rob ever get promoted from Group F? That's up to him. <laughs> no slacking. Straight in, yeah. just like Ken. That's that up is to up to him. Yeah. You've got to do I know, and, I, and that's the thing. I think it is up to me, and I thought I'd probably do it. I think I don't think I would have got promoted even if I did, tw- did 12 races last year because I think the competition in the group with James and obviously Peter and Mark and, and Steve, who got promoted from Group F, was, was incredible. And Rob Moran as well. I want to give a shout out to Rob Moran because he's an excellent runner. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's loads of different runners in there, and I think even more so next year, it's going to be even more competitive because there's people that I know that are joining Group F. So we'll see. We'll you see. Beat yourself. Yeah, I've got to beat myself. I've got to beat myself. And do them. And do them. And do the runs. And go to the speed sessions that you're running yes. on Friday. Friday yes. track sessions, right? Yeah. <laughs> I know they're there. Yeah. I know that you've got these things that will help you with your training. Coach, yes. speed sessions, great circuits. club, circuits, yeah. competition, mm. goals, objectives. No excuse. No excuse. No slacking. Question three. And the last question <laughs> is, so a couple of weeks ago we talked about snacks. And I said that sports mixture are my favourite snacks. Ben said to Fifi, out of the two, which one would you choose, Fifi or sports mix? Sports mix. Thank I you very much. Like toffee. Yeah, so 4 2 to me. Thank you very much. Would you like one? No, thank you. Okay. <laughs> See, they're saying they're not, but they're not having one. Oh, we just had a buffet at the awards. <laughs> Everybody's full. I don't mind because I quite like sports mix now. I've had three or four when Rob's been getting the guests and they're coming down the M6 with me. <laughs> thank you, Amanda. Before we go, can you just tell everybody that's listening the famous slogan? No well. slacking. <laughs> no slacking, everyone. No thank, slacking. Thank you, Amanda. Thank you. <laughs> so we're at the NSRRA Awards night, and uh, me and Ken have got Rob on our podcast. <laughs> so we're going to ask Rob. Some, no, we're not. We are here with Ken Rushton, and we're going to ask him some questions, which you just heard us ask all of the other guests, some of the winners from the season. And we're going to hand over to Rob, and we're going to ask the first question. So the first que- question, Ken, is: What is your highlight? of the whole of the NSR, NSRRA season this year? I think it's tonight. Okay. Uh, tonight, you see the number of people have come, all the different clubs, everybody's come together, and everybody's applauded everybody else. So this is, the ha- this is even though it's 2024, this is the highlight of the 2023 season. Yeah. It's been really good night. It's it's a, it has been a really good night. And I, and I, I might be putting you on the spot here, and, and, and you can say I haven't got one, but what is... What, for the fixture list, what is your favourite race out of all the fixtures that are on the NSRRA? I think it's Maybrook. Okay. I think Maybrook fifth. I think Maybrook fifteen k. It's a very hard. It's challenge. a very, it's a very, very hard challenge. But I just think everything about it, it's, it's, it's fantastic. Yeah. Um, very rarely run distance. Yeah. So if you come and run it for the first time, you're going to run a PB. Yeah. 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 Now I would say my highlight is, is Maybrook fifteen k. It's a very fast finish as well because you're coming down here, aren't you? So. It is, yeah. So the last one and a half k is yeah. all downhill. Yeah. So um, yeah, you get the legs turning yeah. over. I didn't yeah. do it this year, but I did it like the year before, and I really, really enjoyed it. And I think because it's up, then you go down, then you go back up, and then you go back down. It's a, it is a really good. A bit like your training. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, some miles, no miles. Some miles, no yeah. miles. Yeah. Carry on, Chuck. <laughs> question two. We've asked the question to death. Yeah. I'm not going to ask it again. 
We've been asking everybody that we've interviewed, is Rob ever going to get out of Group F? <laughs> Resounding answer is that he will get out next season if he's consistent, which we spoke about the other day. I like a prickly question. I asked you one yesterday. <laughs> I'm going to ask you another one. Go on, Dan. Who is winning the male and female team awards next season? That's a good question. And, and, and I think I think Stone Masters are definitely up for winning both of them, listening to them tonight. I think Trentham are, are always, always competitive. But um, I was over doing a talk to South Cheshire Harriers earlier in the week, and they are up. They're up. They're, they're sticking all their big guns out to try and win the team awards this year. So I think you need how many men to score? Six. Six. How many women to Four. score? So each of the teams need to enter as many runners as possible. Ambassadors for your teams, get entering people and see who is going to win that team award next season. Very good question. Yep. Very good question. I prefer that question to the other question about me getting promoted. <laughs> question three. And the last, the last, on the spot. This the last, is the harder question. <laughs> the last question is, so a couple of weeks back, we talked about snacks. And I said that sports mixtures are the, my favourite snack. Men says Tafifi. Which is your favourite out of the two? Sports mixtures or Tafifi? I've never had either of them. Oh, no, no, no. I'm, I'm totally old school, right? So <laughs> totally old school. And before all this, all this came out, as my go-to snack was, was always uh, bread and jam. Oh, and that always, yeah. that always worked for me. Yeah. And um, I have the conserve uh, jam as well, yeah. so it's slow release. So um, if you're sitting there on the sofa and you, you've got a bag of sweets in front of you, so that kind of snack, what would you have? Werther's original. <laughs> I don't think he's that old. Yeah. Right, I'm going to pass on sweets because okay. I'm not really a sweet person. Okay. i tell you what would be next to me. Go on. And it's the best chocolate in the world. Go on. Toblerone. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Toblerone yeah. cannot be beaten, so yeah. it would be a Toblerone that would be next, well, that would well, be next to me. Toblerone, if you want to sponsor the podcast, get in contact with us, <laughs> yeah. let us know. <laughs> yeah. Cheers, Ken. Brilliant. Thank you very much. Brilliant. And I think sports mix wins. I think uh, an official score, because Ken didn't decide. Ken wouldn't decide between the both. He sat on the fence like he did with Sam Crozier and um, Rice on the fence. So sports mix got four. So Fifi got two. So the ultimate snack for the Couch to Coach podcast is sports mix. And I didn't forget. You actually said at the end of the night, you like sports mixture as well. I mean, I'm not going to lie, right? We were offering the Tafifi out and the sports mix out. And because I had a long drive back down the M6, um, and I like to snack when I'm driving long, I took them both with me. There wasn't that many left at the end of the night because every time I went to get one of the guests, you would you would snaffle them away. I was, and... When I got back to Birmingham, I pulled up outside my house. The sports mix had gone. The Tafifi survived. And the Tafifi are still in my cupboard. See? So you've been converted from Tafifi to sports mix. I am well and true. Because you know what my thing was with sports mix? When you first explained them to me, because I hadn't heard of them, when you first explained to me, I thought, oh, wine gums. And wine gums, they get stuck in your teeth. Sports mix don't. They... They're very Moorish, so you have you have Silito converted me to sports mix. Maynards, if you're listening, 
Uh, and you want to sponsor the podcast. I want to sponsor the podcast, but also uh, sponsor me to be a, a, a connoisseur and a converter to, from Tafifi to sports mixtures. I'm more, I'm more than happy to do that because clearly I can do it. So, And the other thing, if they're good enough for Sam Crozier, they're good enough for me. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so, yeah, it was a really good night. Um, and game on between you and Bedford. Oh, that's going to be interesting. He come into that he come into that little room where we did the interviews. He was all guns blazing. He gave us both a bit of a, a going over, didn't he, to be fair? <laughs> a little bit, just a little bit. Um, Whammy's where he has his, his PB. It's going to be interesting. PB might not be good enough, mate. Oh, just saying. down. Gorman accepted, I think. I think it's going to be an interesting 2024 for a, a part run. So I might not be able to do North Staffs or many races at the start of the season, but I'm in training for Manchester. Once Manchester's out of the way and I've given Kieran enough chance to get his training in as well, it's going down at the whammy. We're selling tickets. Watch this space. <laughs> just nobody else can do part runs as Bedford and Russell. Watch this space. The showdown. We'll have a weigh-in and uh, we'll have a press conference and all that jazz. It's going down. We're going to get him on the show beforehand. We'll have a talk about it. The gloves are off, Bedford. Well, thank you for everybody that got involved. Uh, thank you for spending the... It was it was a really nice opportunity. We, we, it was a little room off where the main... So that you can hear the bit of the ambience behind. So that's where, where we were. We were in a, it was like a recording studio. We had little microphones and it was really good. I really enjoyed it. We'll have to do that more often, I think. I think what we need to do is if we're ever going to races, yeah, we might just take the microphones with us and we can interview people there on the day. It works really well. I mean, I really enjoyed our live episode when we went to the yeah, footy. Yeah, I did uh, as well. The result obviously helped. Um, <laughs> but it was really nice. I mean, we could have done that all night, couldn't we, really, yeah. talking to some of the people we sat next to us. I sat next to Pete Gibbs. Yeah. Um, had a really good chat with him at the start, and James and Amanda sat opposite us. Yeah, and Matt Craig and Tracy were there as well. We had a good walk round. I don't know if he listens to the show, but the guy that won the awards from Sparkill Harriers. Yeah, I don't know what his name was. Down came, the neck of the woods. Came to came to the awards, picked up a couple of awards, and he was a Spark Hill runner. Mm. Um, so I had a good chat fantastic, with him at the bar. Fantastic head of hair, I noticed. Fantastic head of hair, jealous much. Um, <laughs> I had a chat with Kiwi Gilbert, um, yeah. who raced so John, fondly against as well. It was absolutely good, great to see a lot of the faces that listened to the show, a lot of the people that are featuring on the leaderboard, people that were given shout outs to, and. Yeah, it was really well put together by Ken. Joking aside, he did run a really smooth ship. So many awards to be given out. Um, But really, really nice evening and a really strong community that has been built in Staffordshire. Yeah, and and I think it's it's like that every year. I think it's a really good ceremony. I think it's it's a nice opportunity for all the local runners to get together. Mm. Different running clubs as well. They tend to sit on separate tables, which is absolutely fine and and you would expect but you then see people mingling and it's really nice. Uh, people that are running against each other for the whole year, actually talking and reminiscing about races. So yeah, it was really good night. But it's good because it creates, because people are sitting on their own tables with their own clubs. Like it creates that really nice sort of friendly banter yeah. between the clubs and that, that friendly banter is taken into the competition throughout the season. And it's really nice to sit there and see some of the people that are winning the awards and, um, 
you know, just putting faces to the names. It's mm. it's a really good, uh, and, and obviously the members are memberships going up yeah. uh, every day. So it's it's a real growing community, which is fantastic. Yeah, roll on NSRRRA season 2024. Me letter come through yesterday. I in B, yeah. I am in B. So I've kept it safe. I'll be wearing it at some point, hopefully. Be interesting, Group B. Be interesting, Group F as well. We got some targets for you. We got the targets. So yeah. So on that note, this is my this is me signing off. The last time, as I can't really say single man, an unwedded man. An unwedded man. Mm. Uh, looking forward to seeing you at the wedding. And as I said earlier, if anybody is in the running show on Sunday, come and say hi at the mini athletic stand. And we will see you all later. See you later.